everybody. Hi, Emily. Hi. Welcome to Free With Ads. That's the podcast we're doing right now. Uh-huh. On this show, we ask the question, why pay Disney Plus 15 bucks a month to watch Tom Hiddleston travel through time mm. when you can go on YouTube for free and watch Jean-Claude Van Damme kick guys in the face during uh, the Great Depression. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, <laughs> this is our podcast. Uh, we review the sometimes insane, sometimes brilliant, always free movies you can watch online for the low, low price of 7,000 super loud ads. I'm Jordan Morris. And I'm Emily Fleming. Today's movie is Time Cop, released in 1994 and directed by Peter Hyams. It's H-Y-A-M-S. I'm sorry, Peter. I don't know how to say your name. This action thriller stars Jean-Claude Van Damme as Max Walker, an agent at the Time Enforcement Commission, a branch of a law that polices time travel, and you'll have to travel through time, not to anywhere interesting, but... Um, to save his murdered wife and stop Senator McComb, played by Ron Selver, hubba hubba, from rigging a presidential election. <laughs> uh, hey, we're going to talk about Time Cop. We're super excited Yay! about it. Uh, <laughs> but before we get to Time Cop, okay. which I think we're very excited to really do. Really excited. I watched it uh, three times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's too many. Anyway. I know. <laughs> uh, it was we, free. It was free. Time Time Cop was free, and that's why we love it. Yep. But there's a lot of great free content out there on the internet, and we've seen some of it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about some of the best other free stuff we saw on the internet this week. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. Emily, uh, I don't know when this podcast will come out, but we are recording it uh, betwixt the time of Halloween and Christmas. Okay. Do you think that we're a betwixt podcast? That's so No, fancy. we're saying betwixt. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to say just... it. I'm going to say it any chance I get. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to step up my game. Uh, so we're, we're, we're in that time between Halloween and Christmas. I don't acknowledge Thanksgiving. Whatever. Um, oh my God. You're so cool. Yeah, I know. I don't believe in Thanksgiving. Oh, a holiday about genocide. You want to have your turkey while the? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, excellent. Takes. I'm snapping over here. Thank you, Nat. Yeah. I have I have the best takes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hey, that voice you're hearing, by the way, is the third piece to our wacky little puzzle. Uh, he's a stand-up comic. He's the producer of Jordan Jesse Go. He's a regular on Good Mythical Morning, Ooh. and he is our super producer, Yay. Matt Lieb. Hey, Matt. Matt. Hey. I'll occasionally be popping in from time to time. Love you guys. Love you too. I we're we're good friends. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it, we might get there. We might get there. We might get there. Okay, wait. What were we talking about? Yes, Halloween and Christmas. Mm. There is actually a perfect song for this moment that we're in. Okay. And it's not a song that really caught on, but but I, I, I found it this week and I thought it was just perfect. You know the Monster Mash, right? Of course. I was working in a lab late one night and, yeah. uh, you know, my eyes beheld, etc. It's a jam. It's, it's a bop. It's a jam. It is the only, like, Halloween song to ever stick. Mm. Um, but the guy who wrote it, Bobby Boris Pickett, is kind of a fascinating <laughs> character because he kind of spent his life just, like, trying to recapture the success of the Monster Mash. He recorded albums and albums of monster-related songs. Okay. None, of, none of them ever got to the point that the Monster Mash did, but he he, he tried and he, you know, he he, he, he he stuck to what he knew. Okay. And I think there's something amiable about that. I so, don't know any of his other songs, so I can't imagine what this is. So there's a Monster Swim, which is like a parody <laughs> no. of, like, beach songs. There's the Monster Rap, which came in the 80s. Oh, no. Uh, but the one I want to play 
is Monsters Holiday. Thank God. This is the Bobby Boris Pickett Christmas follow-up to the Monster Mash that came out the same year. Monster Mash was a huge hit, and he's like, get, we get into the studio, get the get the backup singers, we got to record another one. So this this is his holiday song that for some weird reason isn't on the radio. Uh, you know, starting every year at yeah. November first. Uh, this is Monsters Holiday. Night before Christmas, no. when all yep. through the castle, no. my monsters Same were in no. Yuletide hassle. No. The tree was all How long is this Yuletide hassle? How long is this song? Oh, it's 15 minutes long. No, no it's not. It's like three minutes long. <laughs> but they were up okay, to Okay, same backup good. singers. All right, I think like it works. Uh, Matt, you can, you can cut it off there. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, Matt. And Rob Saunders Matt. Okay, it wasn't unlistenable, but it is the same song. It is. It's the same bubbling noise. There's that same laboratory bubbling noise, and then just they put Christmas chimes over it. <laughs> it's such a it's it's such an amiable example of staying in your lane. Yeah. As as creative people were like, how can I branch out? I don't want to get pigeonholed. This guy's like, fuck it, put me in the monster <laughs> hole. Christmas, <laughs> Valentine's Day, Groundhog's I Day. Love it. The monsters will celebrate them all. But what I was just thinking is, oh, okay, so spooky and Christmas. Is this the origin story of how Nightmare Before Christmas was born? So, Emily. What? Did br- I touch on something? Brilliant that you brought that up. No way. The song has a plot. No. It's about the monsters kidnapping Santa. No. So, yes, Tim Burton and Henry Selleck stole the plot of this song. This for is the Nightmare Before the, the, Christmas. my favorite internet deep cut of all time. I'm going to think about this a lot. <laughs> and now everyone else yeah. will. I hope you will all stay up at night thinking about it with me. So give Mariah a rest this year. She's Seriously. She's she's working hard. She deserves a, a year off. Maybe uh, after she dies, she can come back and sing this song. Oh, yeah. As a zombie or some yeah, sort of yeah, like, it's like it's a sexy, yeah. sexy phantom. A Frankenstein. A Frankenstein, yes. yes. Very sexy Frankenstein. <laughs> um, so, yeah, throw it on at your upcoming holiday party. Uh, Emily, yeah. um, what have you seen on the internet this okay, week? Okay, so I don't know why I ended up on the Osbournes side of TikTok and Instagram. Okay. The This Dan- is the reality show. The reality from MTV. show which kind of started like the Kardashians wouldn't have existed if it weren't for the Osbournes. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon. They're such a, a fucking cute family. Like Yeah. <laughs> but now I've gotten inundated with all this Osbourne stuff, but then there's this like apparently it's a trend on um on TikTok that people use the two like Christmas wrapping paper tubes uh-huh. and they like can make the intro to Crazy t- like Train or the whole song actually but because it's notes and stuff it's not just the rhythm it's crazy so there's this lady on TikTok and I think she's the real deal I don't think she's a sound like clip you think these are actual are... wrapping paper tube noises yes I not think that some... I believe her clip okay. I don't believe anyone else's <laughs> truly because she's so into it you're so. a wrapping paper music truther honestly I am okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. But wait, it gets better. It's coming. (laughs) Wow. Isn't it good? This sounds like this sounds like a cover of the song they would play in The Matrix. 
It does, kind of. Or it's just like, I want it to be a boner just wick-whacking against the two legs. <laughs> right. <laughs> just can, can, can someone drum along to Crazy Train with a boner? <laughs> just a guy who opens a towel and then he just like shakes around and makes that happen. Send us an email to the email address yes. we don't have yet. Oh, I'll get one. Okay. <laughs> you can <laughs> Hold on to your boner videos. We will set up an email address soon to where you can send your musical boner videos. <laughs> We'll have to like opt to get McAfee everything in order oh, to yeah. like have that email, but it's necessary, I think. Oh, don't worry. Part of my job will be looking at all the boner videos for you. Thanks, Matt. Sift through the boner videos. We don't want to see any five out of ten yeah, boner no, videos. But if you we don't think I should see, see some stuff. of them, I at least like to know raw numbers of how many. We've I'll gotten. let you know and I'll measure and I'll do everything. Thank you. Yeah. I, I love my that. work. Let's just do a girth check in <laughs> before we watch any. <laughs> Boner videos. Uh, hey, hey, speaking of boners, ah. the <laughs> I had one watching Time Cop. I did too. Oh my god. Uh, let's let's get into it. Before we get into the movie, I just think it's important to let everyone know where we stand politically, and I just want to say, at cab, all Time Cops are bastards. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Okay, now we can get into it. I okay. want to check in a little bit about our history with Jean-Claude Van Damme, our history with 90s action movies. I will say that I rented this movie like crazy. Apparently, I was a dumb child with bad (laughs) taste. Uh, I'm tipping my hand a a little. Yeah, that's true. I was a boy in the 90s, and yeah, yeah, I loved this genre. I loved, uh, not boring time travel, but I loved martial arts movies. Uh, You know, Van Damme, Jackie Chan, um, Steven Seagal, uh, all all the greats. This was a real favorite genre of mine, and I I rented the hell out of this movie and was really surprised rewatching it how much of it I could just recite. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what about what about you? How many Van Damme movies have you seen? Do, do you like a 90s action movie? This is my first Van Damme movie. Wow. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, Van Damme. Um, there's, I always thought that... <laughs> I just got yeah. that. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I liked it. Um, also, can I say in my doc that I made of notes, I spelled his name a million different ways. None it, of them correct. Van Damme's not a name you spell. It's a name but you But there's feel. like two it's N's and an feel. E. However you want to spell it. <laughs> I just no rules. D A M M was yeah. like what I. <laughs> but um, this is my first one. I always suspected that he was who was playing Sub Zero and Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, interesting. I always thought that it looked like him. Yeah, I I don't believe mask. that it was. There is a little bit of a history with him in Mortal Kombat. Apparently, yeah. they wanted him to do the motion capture mm-hmm. for the game. Um, he did not do it, but recently in the latest Mortal Kombat game, there's like a skin you can download so one of the characters looks and has the voice of Van Damme. No! He, he comes in and he does the voice for it, and it is phoned in even by video game Holy voice shit, standards. when did he do that? Uh, I don't know. It came out It came out a couple months ago. <gasps> so um, very recent. Yeah. It is, it, what an interesting choice. He is doing a, he, you could hear him going to the bank to cash the paycheck. <laughs> he does not care about this. <laughs> is not stoked to be in Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> but, was he in, but wait, was he in Street Fighter? So he played Guile in the Street Fighter movie. The all-American right. military man Guile, played so, by <laughs> the muscles from Brussels. I have never seen the Street Fighter movie. I'm a Mortal Kombat purist. I understand. Um, by just one movie. I didn't play the game. I'm just really into that movie. Okay. Annihilation. Uh, well, perhaps on a future installment yeah. of Free Anyway, so I always thought he was like Scorpion or Sub-Zero, but 
so yeah, this is the first movie I've ever seen with him in it. The only thing I know him from is doing the splits between two semi trucks. Yeah, uh, honestly, he's which a, <laughs> I'm sold. He's a man. He's a man best ingested in memes, memes and gifts. <laughs> I think is the best yeah, way the to experience. Yeah, the dancing one of that's, him doing oh, his yeah, little from, dance uh, thing. Kickboxer, I believe. Uh, so, anyways, so yeah. Time Cop. This movie starts uh, during the Civil War. We we see a battalion of Confederate soldiers transporting something. Oh, I can see They're it now. stopped by a man in a trench coat wielding two like futuristic machine guns. Well, you don't see that for a while. You don't. See, yeah. So, and so it's really there's jarring a standoff when you see them. But yeah, there's a standoff. So yeah, he this stranger, you know, in a trench coat, blows away these Confederate soldiers and steals their gold. This then the movie only gets less interesting from here. I know this opening scene makes you think, "Holy, whoa!" So okay, exciting. Huh? You also never see that guy again. Yeah, <laughs> that like, guy doesn't pop up because I'm like, "What's the deal with his missing tooth?" That was immediately because oh, yeah. he like showed up and I was offended because I was like, "Oh, you just think because we're in the south, we don't have teeth." And then I went, "Oh yeah, you don't have teeth, Emily." You have fake teeth in your head because you knock them all out. Sure, and yeah. you're from the south. Oh, did you know maybe not like it that you saw yourself up there? Yes, on the I did. I saw myself. Like... No, it was just he had no tooth, and I'm like, what's? There's a story here. And then he shot everybody. All you need is two futuristic machine guns, and you could pull a heist. Yeah, you couldn't go back in time save that fucking tooth. <laughs> like, yeah, this, that would have been my mission. This movie I think has the weirdest time travel rules. If I could go back in time, I would go back to not knocking my teeth out, to, to brushing and flossing regularly, well, to, to not, not even, knocking well. them out. <laughs> like you know, that would be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe cut down on the taffy. I could probably have Maybe a car. Cut down I might drive. So and listen, time I might travel, be a driver. Time travel doesn't exist, Emily. There's no reason to sit here and talk about <sighs> I'm what. Sorry, could I got have really been stressed out. Living there for the a now, <laughs> <laughs> I got really stressed out. Uh, so, okay. so we. This is this cold open. It suggests a very cool movie that we do not see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our next scene is at a Senate hearing where Ugh. where the whole premise of the movie is explained. The the guy in this Senate hearing doing the info dump, this is a heroic performance. This guy who He's is, in a lot of stuff, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this movie is feel, full of really good, like, that guy character from that actors. thing, that, that gal from that thing character actors. Yes. And basically everyone in the movie, except the star, is very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> we get this info dump about how time travel exists. Yes. And we need to create a police force to police it. Um, we need to create time cops, if you will. It is... Okay, so the first time I watched this movie, I was high and drunk. Okay. And I was bored to tears. I wanted to die. I was like, how many more groups of men not moving around talking to each other am I going to have to watch? I came here to watch a hot guy do some kicking and punching. And I didn't. I don't feel like I got enough of it. Not a lot of kicking and punching in this movie. Not a lot of bullshit. Not a lot of time travel. Honestly, you're right. There's cops. It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking. There's just too much talk. Too much talk. And also, they're not even justifying things well. Yeah. So why are we talking so hard? So we got this. We have this Senate scene. I do. I do commend this actor who does this insane info dump explaining the whole thing. Yeah. This movie's a tight hour and a half, so they got to kind of move through it, it quick. It did move at a good pace, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. It. it uh, the third time I watched it. It only overstays its welcome by 40 minutes. <laughs> um, so our next scene, we do actually meet our main characters. It takes place in a mall in 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh Time time agent Max Walker. It made me kind of horny that mall. Uh, Emily, like, this mall. I got it. So we got to talk about the mall. Okay. And it's 1994. Nine, oh, uh, take me there. Take me to that 90s mall. There was like greenery. They had like plants at the mall. It was money, cash money it's mall. It's fantastic. Tell me. Okay. 
Tell me about your '90s mall, Emily. Okay. When you were a when you were a child, getting getting dropped off with a with, with a pocket oh. full of allowance. Oh, okay. There's a couple. There's the mall I loved, which was any mall that, like in St. Louis, where my grandparents lived. Uh-huh. It always just seemed more magical. Yeah. Maybe it's because I didn't live there. But uh, so the Green Hills Mall in Nashville is now super fancy. They have like okay. Tiffany's and Gucci right. and shit. But before then, there was like a Hello Kitty and a Claire's where I got my ears pierced. Oh yeah, and a Sbarro Pizza mm-hmm. where every date every date was at Sbarro, and oh, then yeah. you went to the movie theater that was in that mall. But we also had the this two thing. horniest places in the mall. Oh my god, the things I did in that movie theater <laughs> as a teen. Not during Time Cop, huh? No, I well I was eight. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm younger than you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I should hope you didn't do anything nasty during Time, time Cop, young no, lady. You shouldn't even have been there. during Moulin Rouge. Oh, um, nice. Okay. <laughs> when I didn't have motion sickness. <laughs> but, uh, no, so there was this place attached to the movie theater that they built called Funscape. Oh, yeah? That was to try to get high schoolers and teens to come spend money and hang out at the movie. Teens love fun. They do, but then they didn't realize it would just become like a drug drop. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they'd be like, oh, here's all these photo booths and like So Jurassic Funscape was, dra- like, yeah. was like arcade games. Arcade, and... and then they had like a laser tag thing, and then they had like a little food court thing. But you would just go upstairs. Sell your Ritalin. Because your parents, like... When you go to the movies, your parents are like, okay, the movie ends at this time. I'm coming to get you. Mm-hmm. So the way you do it is right before the movie, shitty movie ends, you get out of there. You go into Funscape. You find the Jurassic Park game that has the curtain. Yeah. Finger blast. Okay. And then right back to the movie theater to get picked up. Exactly. Dang. Brilliant. It was like right next door. You had a door like that was just like between the theater and the Funscape. I mean, I, yeah, I loved being, any scene in this mall was fantastic. I yeah. Could, I could taste, Sorry. I could taste. Great segue the, away taste, from me getting finger blasted. I could taste the orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, any scene here, any scene here was great. Um, in this mall, um, our our boy Max Walker and his wife, um, played by uh, Mia Sarah Sloan, Sloan from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, such a good actress. Yeah, she is really great. As as is everyone, every non Van Damme person in this Honestly, movie is really great. Yeah, yeah, but it's like ah, I love her. I don't feel like I see her ever. Yeah, she kind of it, it from her judging from her IMDb, she like took a little break. Yeah. Um, but maybe she has some upcoming projects. Good, so we'll, come we'll, back to us. We'll keep we an eye open out for arms. Those. We are awaiting your presence. Also, she was in Legend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about horny. Yeah, dang. Um, So they (laughs) look at clocks and only do ironic things. Was that what they were looking at? They were looking at clocks, yeah. Oh, my God, that's so on the nose. There's never time to please a woman. And hey, super producer Matt Lieb, uh, let's hear a clip. There's never enough time. Never enough for what? To satisfy a woman. Oof. I don't know. Now, hearing that back, I'm pretty... Oh, so you like Van Damme's delivery on that? I like Van Damme's delivery okay. on everything, personally. <laughs> he was the... Uh, out of everything I could complain about about this movie, he was not. Okay. Um, a complaint. I, I mean, he... <laughs> He in these movies consistently, and uh, you know, if you if you choose to go down the rabbit hole that is his IMDb, uh-huh. in all of these movies, it is required that you see his naked butt flexing. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I do not have a problem, and I couldn't <laughs> take my eyes off that Jean Claude Van Dump truck. <laughs> so, so he's so at the mall. They're 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 looking at clocks. They're getting their photo taken. Memories. They go to a store titled um, 
rigged presidential elections. Again, everything in the mall comes back. He stops this uh, rollerblading purse snatcher. Oh, yeah. Uh, who looks like he is 45. I think he's supposed <laughs> to be a young tough. Is he on? He's rollerblading. He's yeah. Ro- yeah, because it is the 90s. There has to be somebody on rollerblades. I miss rollerblades. Um, so he stops the he stops the, the, the purse thief. This is kind of the save the cat moment. We know Max Walker is a great guy because he scares rollerbladers into giving purses back. And then they go back to their very impressive Victorian house. Oh. Their house is beautiful. Oh my God, I'm so glad you said something. Time pretty, I mean, I don't know what she does for a living, but being a time cop is apparently uh, pretty lucrative. Every kind of basic, you know, movie in the 90s just had the fantasy house. Yeah. They wanted to show us the fantasy house. Uh, this house will be the uh, set of an, uh, an action set piece later, a boring <gasps> dark one. Um, Some shit happens to this house, man. Yeah. Uh, so, so they go back to the house and have the most 90s sex of okay, all time. I, this is my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess I guess you could I, I maybe theorize that the movie goes downhill from the Civil War cold open, but I think it also could be argued that it goes downhill from the I think 90s. I got some sexy. hills and valleys here, That's my friend. That's true, some peaks, some well, crevasses. In in terms of intrigue, the opening scene is just not what the movie is. Right. It's like, "Whoa, we're going to go all through time." Nah. No, we don't really. Nah. Um, but, but it's but the sex scene to me I love '90s sex scenes. Me too. Like '90s and, action movie. And this is the this is like the ultimate one in a weird way. It's it's tasteful. It's tasteful. Saxophone, smooth. Yes. Sax. Got some good boob action going on, mm-hmm. but you feel like you see so much of him, right? That it feels like it's more about him, right. Than it is about her. And let me tell you, that's how I felt. You do you do see a lot of like in these types of sex scenes, you do see like the male leads like pumping muscular yes. butt. This is what you have to have when you okay. if there's any sex scene. Sometimes it's just people rolling around, mm-hmm. but I need to see like that motion, right? That they're like grinding like on each other. And this has it. Oh, it does. Yeah, and it's very hot, and they have chemistry. The two of them have very good chemistry. He's dreamy. Okay. I I totally get it now. I didn't see anything he's been in. I'm like, oh, cool. He can do splits between two big like vehicles. But well, there is a lot of. I didn't want to fuck him over that. Now I want to fuck him like over this. So I didn't want to go fuck me now, train conductor splits guy, whatever the fuck he did (laughs) to the smoothest sax you've ever heard. Oh God, you got. Uh, so, so they have this '90s ass sex scene. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, but things don't stay perfect no, for they long. Don't. Uh, she, she says, "I have to tell you something." Ugh. In this way, that I mean, that even if I hadn't seen this movie, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, she's pregnant." And yeah, about to you die. know it immediately. I had to tell and you he's something. Like, like he had no idea. Yeah, he just like I have to go to work. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he does sound like a little bit like Tommy Wiseau in like a certain bit, instances, a little bit. But he's really hot, so we don't care. Sure, he. Um, so <laughs> he uh, he goes he goes to leave. He he apparently can't spare a few minutes to hear about I mean, how his wife shit is pregnant. Was so annoying. Also, yeah. both both of them. Don't go, I have something. Just fucking say it. Right. I would have been texting a bitch. I sure. wouldn't be waiting to go and be like, here we go. I wouldn't be like huge. I don't know. I and, guess, and, I guess and it's like, a big announcement for some people. And like when you're, you know, 
like the person you're dating when they say I have to tell you something never good yeah well and but I mean it's always something right like how could you go to work knowing that like I have to hear about I would have anxiety the entire day I would I don't want to yeah I want to hear about it now so we can deal with it anyway so of course goons show up at the house kill her leave him for dead yeah um and our our hero is motivated by the death of his of his love but you know what we're motivated by these exciting announcements perhaps for a product perhaps for another great show here on maximum fun we'll be right back Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing, and wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org slash newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! And we're back. Okay, where were we? Ah, yes, our hero has been left for dead after his wife was killed by some generic goons. Uh, we hard cut to a one of three time travel scenes in this movie called Time Cop. <laughs> uh, a a kind of a scuzzy guy at, during the day the stock stock market crashes. Yeah. It's the 1929 or whatever. And that also got me stoked, too, because I was like, oh, what else are we going to This is kind of a cool scene, too. This is kind of cool. It was a cool scene. You have this kind of period office building he goes into. Uh, Somebody has just jumped out of the window because the stock market crashed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great setting for something. Um, He goes down into uh, his office and listens to the most futuristic device available at the time, a mini disc player of grunge music. Was it just Because like... he's from, from the future where you listen to grunge on a mini disc. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Um, and it's the like grungiest grunge. It's like not Nirvana, but like one of the bands they probably like signed it's... when Nirvana got famous. <laughs> it's royalty free grunge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Amazing to see this mini disc player, this, this thing that's supposed to symbolize the future look like such a Did you have fucking... one of those? No, I didn't. I had a Walkman and then I had a Discman. Me too. Fucking Discman, man. Yeah. Hated those. Well, you gotta get skip protection. Well, that didn't even matter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they still skipped. I know. Skip it protect- was just like, cassettes were way better for this. Did you Did you have one where you could turn the skip protection on and off? Yes. That probably suggests this it's is bullshit. bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I like it when it skips. Yeah. I'm turn this off. Do you, how many CDs do you think you licked? To like get it clean, before none. Putting it in. Oh, I never licked a CD. Did you lick yours? Yeah, 
You said that like it was relatable. Everybody licks a hey. CD. <laughs> well, I I blew in Nintendo games. Is yeah. this like a version of that? Well, you sound like you haven't lived a full life. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I Matt, <didn't... laughs> give me some CDs to lick. Listen, it's just sometimes the bl- the putting your breath on it and then rubbing it on your tit just yeah. isn't enough. You got to lick that shit and then rub it. Maybe that's why your CDs skipped so much. You were <laughs> I probably did. Constantly licking them. <laughs> I licked all the songs off. I lost my mouth virginity <laughs> to Hanson's Middle of Nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's listening to a mini disc player. He's like playing the stock market, and Van Damme kind of portals in. This... What the fuck with this portal? God. Okay. So <sighs> we have to talk about their time travel it methods. It makes no fucking sense. No. So it starts with Van Damme getting, or whoever's time traveling, getting into like a, a roller coaster car that Ugh. that that kind of blasts- It looks like the Disney a, tram. That blasts at a brick wall. Yeah. Why they have that wall there, I will never know. It Because it's implied that people die on the wall when the thing doesn't work. I know. Why have it? Just make it go out into a field. They just had to do something. Yeah, this is this part is so stupid. Uh, <laughs> but when you time travel, you're not still in the car. You're like spit out yeah, into the air. It's like it drops you off. And it's like, thanks, Mom. Come get me later. Where did the car go? Does the car stay in like... It's made of time. Oh, I missed that. I don't know. Maybe that's in the direction. They're the cop. Cut. The ship is the time. The yeah, this is this is by far the stupidest time travel I've ever seen in a movie. It's like if, yeah. if they got in the DeLorean and Back to the Future and then came out in the fifties just walking. It's like, well, where did it go? Anyway. I know. It is really weird. Part of me thinks that there was some kind of confusion and they had to go back and make Right. Like cuts or like reshoot things because they didn't have enough money to bring that device into yeah, the Yeah, really. I think they just like thought it looked cool. I, I remember as a kid it being used in the advertising the like time shuttle being used as like part of the, you know, part of the trailer. Yeah. Um, but yes, just makes makes negative zero sense. I just accept things sometimes when they're like that and just let it go. So, I was able to do that here. Yeah. So so yeah. So this is where we get tired. this is where we get our first kind of like big Van Damme fight scene where he kind of shows what he can do. Yes. Um he there's a bunch of random goons that come in. He he breaks this like stick in half and drums on one of the guys. I don't I don't remember this, but I'm going to go back and watch it again. No. No. No, 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 no. As Matt has shown us, it syncs up perfectly no. with In the Air Tonight. Can I just say, whoever did the Foley like, shit for this movie, man, the you wax. must have guns the of steel. The wax are out of control. Oh my God, it's amazing. There were some crazy sound effects during that wick-whack yeah. fucking fight scene too, which is also so choppy and unimpressive. Yeah. But this one, choppy as fuck. Editing was like, I love a close quarters fight. Like, yeah, that's very exciting. But if you're editing so much, it's like, what am I even fucking looking at? It looked like it's stop motion animation. Like at yeah. some point, I think these movies, when you go back and watch them, are so much less impressive just because, like, we have John Wick, we yeah. have Atomic Blonde, we have like these movies that have these like awesome hand to hand fight scenes, and it just kind of looks like the bad guys are standing still while Van Damme kicks around them. <laughs> yeah, I know. They don't look like they're putting up a fight or resisting in any way. They look like they're just like. Standing there taking the kicks. Yes. It's very strange. It's very true, but the editing and stuff 
like I guess it ramps the intensity. Yeah. But I think the thing that ramped up that fight scene's intensity the most was those knives, which were the coolest looking knives. Oh yeah. They were like double blade. Yeah. Tiny is, knives. It is always nice when like bad guys have their signature weapon that they bring yeah. with them. But there's like there's a bunch of fun ways people die in this movie. But something about a knife fight, I get so anxious oh, yeah. when I see people fighting with knives. Because it's like, ugh, it's just so up close personal. Like right. just like, I don't and it know. might have food on it. <laughs> if you get stabbed <laughs> with a dirty food knife. I haven't had a tetanus get... shot since 2013. Ugh, thank you. Get, hey, everybody, get your tetanus shot. They, they don't want to give it to you because they want to know when you had it last. Get no one te- knows. Get the tetanus shot. Demand no it. Demand it from when your doctor. You had it last. Uh, so this fight happens. Uh, he, Van Dam goes back to back to the future. And we meet the main antagonist, uh, presidential candidate, Senator McComb, oh played by Ron Silver. We got a little segment we like to do on the show. It's called Hunk Watch. Yay! Hunk Watch! It's Hunk Watch. It's the time when we identify the hunkiest hunk or hunks in the movie. <laughs> um, I, For my money, uh-huh. the hunk of this movie is... Ron Silver as presidential candidate, Senator McCone. I knew you were going to say that. And let me explain why. Because he's not as conventionally as attractive as Van Damme. He's not muscular. He's, he's, he's a little, he's a little weaselly. But here's why I think he's the hunk. Okay. Because I sensed a chemistry between him and Van Damme that I did not sense between him and anyone else in the movie. Whoa. Now, when they... And, and you know, different different strokes for different folks. You, no, I see it now that you say it. I'm like, they do, holy shit, you're so right. Because they suspect each other immediately, and they're both and hot. they do this <laughs> close whispering. Oh, they do fuck. the close. I I hope you get your man. You're gonna yeah, make everyone gonna, horny, Jordan. I'm gonna get the man. The That's man. That's not what we do I at this podcast. I hope you get the man oh my you're God, after. Yeah, an I'm gonna put right him. Now. I'm gonna put you in chains. I'm gonna Matt's put the masturbating man in again. chains. Cut it out. Oh, I'm gonna put the Stop. man in a cage oh when I get God. him. Oh my God! Everybody's coming. They do that antagonistic whisper talking, and they talk so close to each other. At some, I. Everyone who watches this movie has to be screaming "kiss" in their mind. Yes, kiss, yes. kiss Van Damme and Ron Silver. <laughs> I think he's great in this movie. R.I.P. to a real one, and I think he brings out an intensity in Van Damme that he does not show. He's a solid villain. I am so bored with likable villains. Me too. I'm bored. I just want a piece an of evil shit. ass no, fucking asshole. Just a piece of shit that you can't wait to watch him die. That's how the real. That's how the villains of our current world are. They're just pieces of shit. They're just rich pieces of shit. Yeah, not everybody is Tony Soprano or John Hamm. We don't need to know about their wound. Don Draper. We just want to see him talk close to Van Damme and eat peanuts loudly. Yeah, it's like I want to see him right now in this moment of time Mm -hmm. as you are and not who you were before. Although he does meet himself from before. He does meet himself from before. Uh, and he does eat peanuts very loudly. So oh, maybe that, I mean, that's a little God. sexy, you know, no. watching him use that mouth. He's like, mm, mm, watching mm, him mm, use mm, that mouth. To eat those nuts. <laughs> what the fuck? Use that mouth to eat those nuts, Ron Silver. I R.I.P. Mean, <laughs> so I do want to get into that scene where he's eating the nuts. Yeah. But I just want to say my hunk. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Hunk um, thing is in that fight scene. Yeah. Um, it's like it's just Jean Claude Van Damme's ass. Yeah. Okay. I no. I understand. He was I, a legendary hunk. They showed the butt in every movie for a reason. I get it. I get it. I I'm 
impressed that you told me that because it makes total sense that I just had no idea. He did that um, badonka split over a dishwasher in right. that scene because there was like electrical wires on the floor and there was water. And then it was like the electrical wires made like sparkles happen as he did the right. split. It was like the 4th of <laughs> July just for dad ass. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was you know, and, da- and daddy thick too. I mean, we should say. It was so amazing. Yeah. And it was so funny, but also so hot at the same time. That is the gif I see. If you look up Jean-Claude Van Damme, oh, yeah? that splits over the dishwasher, dump truck over the dishwasher right. is what I'm going to be calling Dump it on them dishes. Dump it on the dishes. Dumping them dishes. It's, it's him doing that little dance thing. And then that, and then the fucking well, semi truck split. If you do continue your journey into the filmography of Van Damme, I'm gonna watch everything he's ever done. He, the excuses for him to do the splits in these movies get crazier and crazier. Thank God. The one between the trucks, I think, is from Hard Target, which I came thought out. that was just like an internet video he made. I think he's done one for he's done one for a commercial. He's recreated it for a commercial. That's what it was, I think. Uh, but I could be wrong. Matt, look this up. I think the original split between the trucks is from Hard Target, which I think came out this year, directed by John Woo. What a a much better movie. Hard target. He like, punches a snake in a fa- in the face too. Snake in the face. He punches the snake in the face. <laughs> Holy shit! I gotta watch all of these now. Um. So. Um. And that was Hunk Watch. Thank Hunk you for listening. Thank you for listening to Hunk Watch. Hunk Watch. Hunk Watch. Um. On with the movie. Uh, <laughs> so. So his buddy dies. The guy. The guy who was. Uh, who was. Who was sneaking around in the late twenties dies. Uh. Our man yeah. Walker. He's depressed. He goes home to the beautiful Victorian. And he drinks whiskey out of the bottle while watching a VHS tape of his wife build a birdhouse. Oh fuck! These guys all these guys and their Is dead that wives. What she was making. Yeah, I she was, was building a birdhouse. I just kind of made it go. Jesus, this is the most mundane, romantic. But he loves it. He let's. It's what he just watches when he goes home to unwind. Oh my god! Just watches his dead wife build a birdhouse. <laughs> fuck. And so you know, we know he's a broken man. He's. Tail and Ron Silver. Uh, he shows up to work the next day uh, and meets his new partner, uh, played by Gloria Rubin. Another the one other woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, who is also very good in this. Very good. It's great. And she is a a great, like, that gal from that thing actor who just has been in a million things and you'd recognize right. her and is always great. Yes. Um, and it is wild <laughs> because you're like... Maybe make the movie about this character. Um, we have yeah. A, so it she, felt like it was going to be kind of a rookie, you know, tired time cop kind yeah, of dynamic. And you kind of thought so. It, it it goes to some interesting places, but but yeah, her her time in this movie is 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 short lived, um, but really really lights up the screen every time she's there. Yes. Um, they get in this time pod. Who the fuck knows how this thing works? It spits them out. <laughs> Over, so they're going back to 1994 to investigate the Wait, death what, of his wife. What year is it when they're in? I think the... it is 1998, and they're going back to 1994. Okay. So the time travel in this movie is basically over. They've gone every. They don't go to the future. They don't see fucking dinosaurs. They don't. What go, the fuck? They don't go back to to cowboy times. There should have been a sequel to this movie. Truly. So there is a direct to DVD sequel no. called like the Berlin Experiment. Van Damme is not in it, and there's also a Super Nintendo game no. with, which has the uh, kind of realistic graphics like Mortal Kombat <gasps> and in that Super Nintendo game he fights squids and has a jetpack. Why? That's the movie. The <laughs> Super Nintendo game is the movie. What that's the what, fuck, that's what should be ha- he gets it on in a submarine and blows squids away <laughs> and then has a jetpack and he also fights Nazis. 
That's the mo- That's the movie we should be watching. I'm so angry. It sucks. They got the Super Nintendo game right. Would you guys pay to watch us play that video game? <laughs> yes. We will play the game on Twitch if enough people email at us at the email address yeah, that doesn't exist Yeah, you'll get yet. real frustrated watching me do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll kill oh, enough squids. We played Super Mario. It's very frustrating to play with me. That's true. I'm sure this game plays much better than Super Mario. Um, whatever. It sucks. <laughs> So, uh, oh, and the, the it's kind of interesting. Uh, story-wise, the game is a sequel to this. It's like it supposes the movie happened and then is another time cop adventure. That's better than this one. This The whole, like, script and, like, the one punchy one-liners and stuff, it all feels like it was a graphic novel at some point or a comic. Uh, it was comics beforehand. It was. it was. It was Dark Horse comics, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that explains the... Fun one-liner, stupid yeah. catchphrase thing that they were trying to make happen. <laughs> the catchphrases really ramp up in the second half of the movie. Um, <laughs> so we're, we we do this we do this time jump back to 1994. We could have gone anywhere in history, but here we yep. are in fucking 1994. Mm. Um, they go to some fight warehouse, a warehouse constructed just to fight at. Oh my god, I was thinking about this. <laughs> yes, and uh, they they are and they run afoul of Ron Silver and his goons. Uh, and hey, Emily, I think it's time for our segment. Worst hat in the movie. Worst hat in the, the movie. movie. The worst hat. Uh, the goons. I have a picture of these goons in our Google Doc. Okay. Can we describe what these goons are wearing? Oh uh, paying special God. attention to the hats, which I think are the worst hats in the movie. These goons are all wearing different colored leather blazers. And one of them has a leather beret and one of them has a knit cap on. They all look like Tim Robinson characters. Oh, my they God. They all look like they could be... Just characters from I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> they really do. I mean, a double-breasted suit jacket. A double-breasted wow, wow, wow. leather suit jacket. No, that's not leather. Isn't that leather? No. It's kind of leather. That's wool. Anyway. But the dude next to him, that has no business being leather. Like, it's blue leather. How hot are these goons? They must be sweaty How as can fuck. they fight in these? How They're in a warehouse with exploding barrels. How in the world do they not want to take these coats off? I'll be honest, though. If yeah. I was any of these actors, which I don't recognize them in anything else, I would feel like the coolest motherfucker. I'm sure they thought they were. I'm sure. The... I mean, I want this photo to be on my wall if I was one of these guys <laughs> and be like, look how cool I look. This is the vibe of these guys is director's friends. I that's true. But I do think the style is I like. The do style. you like the style? Okay. I think it's very. It's a choice. It is a choice. They it's did. They did try and yeah. They did try and costume them. They look them like with... they're their own Spice Girls. Like they have like, <laughs> <laughs> like they each have their own tubby spice, vibe. sweaty spice, yeah, <laughs> punchy spice, <laughs> Doug Jones spice. and Doug Jones, <laughs> legendary, <laughs> legendary motion capture actor Doug Jones. Yeah, it so does look like him. I guess it might the... be. No, 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 no. Um. Okay, so he fights these goons. Yeah. Um, and this in this warehouse, and this is like a pretty cool action scene. As I mentioned before, they do have the red video game barrels that explode when shot. Nice. And he hides behind them. I'm like, fan damn. Have you ever played Doom One? Yeah, I was looking at this and I'm like, what in the Temple of Doom? <laughs> like, what in the fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple right. is this bullshit? He was on like, what are those things called? Those forklifts? He gets on a forklift that has the exploding barrels on it. Just and two of them. And he takes cover using them. It's so dumb. And then they're shooting them. It's like, 
I just went choreographing this was hell. There's a yeah, I can tell it's hell. And there's a weird moment in this movie that I think is actually pretty funny. Let me know if you clocked this. Okay. Um, there's some business with him saying freeze to people. At oh, some yeah. point, he shoots a pipe. You know. In a fight warehouse, there's always pipes with steam in them. Yep. He shoots the pipe. The pipe freezes the guy. I guess it was filled with liquid nitrogen. Yeah, I guess. Who knows? So it freezes the guy. He, like, kicks off a part of that guy. And he says, gosh, I wish, I'd, I, wish I had written this down I should have told him to freeze. No. Yeah, okay, so at first he kicks the guy. Or I should have said freeze. And he says, like, get out of here. And then <laughs> later, he's like, I should have told him to freeze. It's a great joke yep. that Van Damme totally fucking botches. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so much funnier than the rest of the movie. Did like some comedy writer came and did a pass on this. Like, I think it's funnier than young, he doesn't know. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a great joke. I'm saying I think like a young 22-year-old Dana Gould got a pass <laughs> of the script, yeah. wrote this thing about him messing up the catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else in the movie is even close to that intentionally funny. Yes, because it's fun because it's like earnest. Yeah. It's kind of cute because he really goes, I had a joke. He kind of like. Dang it. It's like (laughs) he kind of knows he's in an action movie. There's a lot of like other attempts at a catchphrase. At some point he shoots a guy and says like open wide. (gasps) And it's like, what is that? I don't remember that. Yeah. It's like they aren't talking about mouths at all. uh, No, there's uh, someone gets shot and he says, say ah. Say ah. Do we? <laughs> it's a clip from a dentist action movie. Like it's a line from a dentist action movie that they just put into this movie. Totally. Do you think that there were? You know, there's. You've probably done this, being a comedian who writes for like Punch Up. Sure. For jokes that get added. Yeah, in post, yeah, yeah. Like over audio. Do you think a lot of these were like? Because you don't see his face when he's saying that I should have said freeze. Yeah, I know. I I, I do think I that think do. this is a like punch up moment from another writer. And it's yeah. maybe the only thing that made it into the movie because nothing else in the movie is that self-aware or yeah. that like clever. Well, I liked the one where the our hot boy, Mr. Silver, says like, don't interrupt me when I'm talking to myself. Oh, and right. Because he has to talk to his younger self. That's kind of funny. That There's was a couple cool. of nice And he's moments talking to like his that. younger. I guess I'm jumping the gun on that one. But like, I also say that to myself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> You've been run silvering this whole time oh. and you, hadn't, you didn't even know it. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, he kills all these goons. He goes to the future and then back to 1994. Oh, Here's something we missed. It's a part of the plot. His partner double crosses him. So yeah, she was working with was Ron so Silver. And it was so dumb and out of nowhere, and it made no sense. Like, Yeah, so she's working with him. Uh, he's trying to get money to win a presidential campaign. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of travels back. He figures out that the agency has been compromised. He goes back to 1994 yep. and to find her in the hospital to get proof that the she whatever, existed. whatever, who cares? It, makes, it was I know. such it's, a... It sucks. The logic of this movie is totally out the window at this point. I think point. that the, the main thing, fuck the plot in general with this show, like show, movie. The, uh, the best part was when our villain met himself who was younger. Oh, yeah. And he himself when he was younger is kind of a little bitch yeah i know and it was like only four years prior <laughs> right it was a big four years for him he went from so. little bitch to confident peanut eater yeah he walked in and just kind of went like i thought i had more balls right like back then and i'm like there's something kind of fun about that like it seeing was... your young self and realizing that like 
Oh, I was a you little were, bitch. You were embarrassed about, yeah. But you're embarrassed also, about how lame you were. It kind of felt like that chemistry you were talking about with John oh, Clavin. Him he and has himself. It with himself. Oh, yeah. Dang. I feel like he could have chemistry with a fucking shit covered stick. He does, yeah. He does just like, he does just He's seems just sensual. Hot. You know what it's like? Hmm. One of my biggest crushes in like bad guy movie history is Alan Rickman in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Oh sure. Sure. The sheriff yes. of Nottingham who yeah. he he de- he's bad man. Bad, very, very bad, bad man. man. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't care. <laughs> you can change him. I w- you no. can change the sheriff. I don't of think Nottingham. I, I don't think I want him to change me. I want him to like <laughs> slip my throat. <laughs> like, I don't know. I do. And so and this guy kind of has a little bit of that. He but does. don't you're not gonna slip my throat. You can slap me a little bit. Okay. But like <laughs> not not that. But <laughs> Ron Yeah. Alan Rickman, just, I don't know, murder me. So they go back to our favorite location in the movie, the mall. Yay! Uh, so glad mall. to be back at the mall. Get a Cinnabon while you're there, Van oh, Damme. Fuck. Yeah, that would be good. I want to get one right now. Get some get some Chinese food in a Ooh, styrofoam container. Matt, can you see if DoorDash does Cinnabon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, get a Cinnabon. Yes, please. Yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll hit up DoorDash and see if they have... <laughs> Cinnabon. And uh, hey, uh, it's at this point where we see uh, who I feel is the tallest person in the movie. It's time for our segment, Tallest Person in the Movie. Tallest guy. Uh, This this goon who I've clipped out, uh, in another great goon outfit, he has long hair, the sides are shaved, he's got a leather coat on, he chases them through the mall. I think he's pretty tall. He's taller than Van Damme. I think he's the tallest person. I would like in the to movie. stop you right there. Yeah. The fact that you described his hair as anything other than a ten out of ten, like Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. You're right. That's a better way to describe it. It, it. is bizarre, but yeah, he's, it's achy breaky. It's, it's positively achy breaky. Oh, it's oofy poofy achy breaky. Oofy poofy achy breaky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they have this chase in the mall, uh, his partner dies, um, he goes back to his beautiful Victorian home where he sees his younger self having that moment with his wife, because uh-huh. we're in 1994 again, his wife is not dead yet, we, they're having this moment and, and for whatever reason he stays this time when she says, I have something to tell you. And so we get to see the moment where she reveals the pregnancy mm-hmm. and she says, I have something to tell you, I'm pregnant. And he goes great i great it's I've, the most it's the most wait, two out of ten enthusiasm i might have blocked that out so because the, i believe you but i hate it him just saying i hate he that. says great like she just told him that like the pizza's on the way i i have a clip of that thank you oh thank you i'm pregnant great <laughs> great that's it. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hear it again just to see just the effectiveness no, of the acting. I think I'm good. No, no, we'll hear it. Pregnant. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's, it's like you guys. I can't. It's do like this. she. T- it's like she told him like, oh, the uh, Amazon Prime delivery got here. Great. He couldn't. Even, that was. That's even more enthusiasm than what he said. <laughs> it was great. Great. <laughs> it's what the fuck. <laughs> Oh, the uh, Wi-Fi came back on. Yes! Great. <laughs> oh it was off, but it came back on. I just unplugged it and plugged it back Honestly, in Honestly, I feel like the only fun thing about being pregnant is that. Right. Is the, Getting uh, to sharing the it. happy news. And if somebody isn't like, oh my God, that Great. I would, I mean, it's like, why are we even doing this? Sure. I found my lost earbud. 
great. <laughs> so that happens. There's this kind of unimpressive, too dark fight scene in the house. All the goons. Ron Silver is there. Uh, as we as we mentioned. Which, why is he in the fucking house? Aren't you running for president, bitch? Go yeah. be in a nice car somewhere. The like, fact that he personally <laughs> does all of these like schemes himself. I love that because that's how. As He's a, just committed, I guess. But like when you're a kid watching bad guys, like if you're watching mm-hmm. X-Men. You know, Magneto's always there. He's always in the front line. Yeah, like, you're right. You're maybe right. Maybe not always, but he's like a committed. He's a committed like villain. He's the scariest. He likes one. it. It's fun for him to do yeah. the. Once you know. again, take note, movies like we want a proper villain who just likes being bad. Right. Is bad for no reason. We don't care. Just sure. be just a awful. rich shithead. Yeah. We want to watch you die. Uh, a pretty cool death scene, speaking of. So we we learn in, in one of our info dumps, we learn that matter cannot occupy the same place. So therefore, you're never supposed to touch your past self. I love that detail. Van Damme almost touches himself so many times oh in this. Oh my God, I bet he does. I know, right? I mean, with those with that dumper, how can you Don't not want to give it a little when pitch? when I'm touching myself to myself. <laughs> right. Uh, look at my butt over that sink. Yeah. I gotta give it a little smoosh. Um, oh my God. So he pushes young Ron Silver into old Ron Silver. The fucking his, rad, man. His acting when he's flying into himself, parent trap style. He's Ugh. going just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I do not care. I loved it. And there's this like kind of early CGI mush scene where he kind of Cronenbergs into himself and kind of dissolves into this puddle. It is, you know. I liked it. Yeah, it looks cool. You're a fucking idiot. He never figured out that the only way to make anything of himself with all that fancy kicking is on Broadway. Thanks for clearing it up. You two should be closer. Keep away from me. Same matter can occupy some space. I'm still kicking. I must be on Broadway. just in the mix when they were creating the sound effects. It sounds like a, a marble moving around a silver drum at right. the end there. But there was like a rock. It was like the MGM lion happened there. It's cool. It looks and sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, it's really creepy. And yeah, you get to hear Ron Silver just really pronounce the hell out of Broadway. Yeah, why did it so... You could so, be on You Broadway. would expect that from Van Damme, but right. not Ron Silver. Ron like, Silver, I'm on, you're on Broadway. So yeah, really, really goes out like a boss. Um, totally. It's a cool death scene. Uh, so, it, you know, everything's yeah. fine. We get a little post, uh, you know, we get a little epilogue where Jean-Claude Van Damme returns to his present to find that his wife is still alive. He's got a little kid he's never met before. Not a very cute kid either. Uh, yeah. S- sorry to that kid. No, but that's okay. Um, could have been cuter. Could have been cuter. And she 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 reveals or suggests again that she's that she's pregnant. Jesus with Christ, another woman. One. Wrap it up. And it's like, <laughs> we, that's almost the start of a better movie. The like... I saved my wife through time travel and I don't know her. Like, I don't know her. Honestly? We spent these four years together that I wasn't aware of. We have this kid I've never met. What's that movie? What's that movie of the guy having to live in that house and piece together what happened in those four years that he lost? Oh, is that what The Notebook is? Yep, it's the sequel. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) The Notebook 2, The Berlin Experience. (laughs) Squids. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> so uh, that's Time Cop. Uh, before we get to our rating, we're going to give y'all a chance to process everything you've heard here. We're going to take a little break, and then we'll be right back. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. And we are back. But before we get to our ratings, uh, let's talk about what we think the best line of the movie is. Sure. Um, I'll go first. Again, we have some some weird stuff around the exclamation freeze. The first time Van Dan yells it, he yells, freeze. Ron Silver says, do you know how inappropriate that word is? Do I look frozen to you? Weird response. And Van Dam just says, you look like shit to me. It's the most <laughs> non-catchphrase. It's maybe it's just Van so Damme good. said it in the moment. <laughs> you look like shit. Freeze. Agent Walker, do you realize how inappropriate that word is? Do I look frozen to you? You look like shit to me. Get away from me. Oh, fucking amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a great delivery. He it is. killed it, it in is. that moment. Uh, yeah, he he gets in a couple in this movie. He does. Uh, he's uh, very Here's what he gives me. Himbo energy. Yeah, where he's like true. he's a good guy and he's strong and stuff, but he's just not that bright and that's okay. Right. And I think it's what like John Cena and Channing Tatum have kind of harnessed intentionally. They're oh. they're the kind of intentional purposeful himbos. They're like, I'm leaning into this. Channing Tatum's doing a better job. Than John Cena. John Cena comes across as a guy who knows too much. Sure. He's he he his acting can be a little big and goofball and Channing does seem like actually Channing's that guy. Channing's got this like I don't know, this kind of mystery to yeah. him that's, you know. I think it's because he can dance. Yeah. <laughs> Goes a long way. Um Emily, what was your favorite line of the movie? Okay. So in the scene where are they at the White House? Where the hell are they? Like when they're talking about um, putting together a task force. Yeah, this is the kind of the info dump scene. It's right after the Confederate soldier blow up gun bang scene. And there's like a whole fucking table of like, what, 13 actors? Yeah. They hired 13 people without big names to be in this one scene and this one scene alone. Uh-huh. You don't see these people again. No, this is like Congress, like, okaying the funds to create the time cops. And there's one actor in that at that table who is so outlandish and not looking like somebody who would work there at all. And um, it's the character's name is Utley. And he's the actor who played Wyndham Earl in Twin Peaks. Oh, I, I, I've never seen Twin Peaks, so. What? I know. Jordan. I'm as surprised as you are. What? I know, Matt. I'm, I know. I We're know. all surprised. I've never seen that's Twin Peaks. That's what this podcast should be, but dude. Wait. <laughs> that's where the money is. Hang on, hang on. Jordan, you've let me talk at you about Twin Peaks mm-hmm. 
so much. Yeah. Why do you let me do that? If I you think I told you I've, that I'm happy to hear about it. Oh, yeah. I, I know it's I a legendary ignored, show. Because it didn't make sense that you hadn't seen it, <laughs> right. so I just kept just talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, whatever you say. That's what a real friend is, though. Someone who's just going <laughs> to let their friend talk about uh-huh. a show they've never seen. <laughs> if that's oh, the wow, case. Oh, wow, that sounds fun. <laughs> cool, I should case, watch it. Both of you are my best friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll get to it. I still got to do The Wire. <laughs> haven't done The Wire. You haven't I'll seen just The Wire? I know, I know, I know. Come on, man. Podcast. It's about the wire. What's it called, Matt? It's called Pod Yourself the Wire. Uh, there you Emily, go. I have the clip of your favorite. Okay, scene. well, can I talk about please, it real quick? It's please. Wyndham Earl. His hair is disheveled. He has this really crazy, like Yosemite Sam type accent going on. And he they bring up the idea of time travel and he goes, Time travel? Well, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy, I hope he's in everything. I thought he was a villain. I, 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 love, I love the convention that senators or congressmen all have the foghorn leghorn accent. Time travel. Time travel. Well, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> you want to know what's funnier than that, though? I get the feeling he's going to tell us. The funny thing is, the good doctor actually did it. He's... His accent is amazing. I like I like how he kind of gets it wrong too. Like I guess Star Trek does have some time travel in it. But do you do you do you so do you do you think of Star Trek as nope, a time nope, travel nobody show? Nobody thinks that. Anyway. <laughs> so he's I feel like politicians in movies from the 90s are either from New England or they're southern. Right. That's the vibe. The two regions. Yes, that's it. Um well those are the best lines in time. I, I have a favorite line. Oh, yeah, Matt. Oh, uh, please you, tell watched this movie. you watched this movie, yeah, too. Yeah, I was forced to watch this movie. How many times? Um, well, this is my first time seeing it. You didn't watch it three times? No, I only watched it just the once, just okay. just for this podcast. You and, seem uh, to remember a lot more about it than I, I do. <laughs> I did just watch it. Yeah, Matt, so. what, was your, what was your favorite line in the movie? Um, my favorite line was uh, there was a little VR to ER moment in this mm-hmm. in which a guy is watching some uh, VR pornography. <gasps> and uh, this is said. I remember. Damn it, Ricky! I catch you fucking this machine again, I'll break your neck. Sorry, Chief. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So something, something I love about this genre, and something I definitely loved about it at the time. That was the only other woman. There were two women, and then the porn and lady. And then the porn lady. That's it. There's a lot of good roles for women in movies. What are you broads complaining about? <laughs> Two out of three could, had to get naked. You could be a dead wife. You could be a VR hooker. <laughs> so there's Fucking dumb. There's uh, you know, it is it is amazing in these movies. And when I was seeing them as a kid, you could always just like count on them to have a couple of boob scenes. And yep. and we were hard up for boobs in the '90s. And, and so you have the sex scene. You have this kind of tender sex scene, and then mm-hmm. you have a kind of techie guy. In a, a VR headset, so they they predicted which I was VR. advertised a VR headset. Oh, really? From Meta during watching this. Oh, dang! They so, knew. Weird. So he's watching just a kind of a, a, a nude woman, um, who uh, apparently, according to the IMDb trivia section, is a stripper that the effects team saw the night before, and I guess they invited her to be in the movie. Is that true? I don't know. It's on IMDb. Okay, I thought you said it was a stripper, like. In the world of the movie, these guys went to a strip club and then created her in a game. Oh no, that's uh, that is cool and makes sense. <laughs> yeah, this is, but this was real. This was a real. I think person. this is a real thing. A real, <laughs> a real, a stripper who got a job. Well, good. I hope the, she got her SAG card. Yeah, she got Taft Hartley. She got two SAG all night cards, long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Which innuendo is better? Email us. <laughs> yes. uh, so uh, now uh, 
now that we've discussed Time Cop thoroughly, right. uh, why don't we rate it? Let's tell the folks out there if you're if okay. you're if you're looking to boot something up and not pay a dime for it on a scale of one to ten, uh-huh. super loud commercials, which is what you would have to pay to watch this movie. Yes. Um, what would you give it, Emily? We'll start with you. Uh, I'll give it a six. Okay. Yeah, I um I enjoy getting up and walking around during this movie. Okay. Um, so I'm fine with six. <laughs> <laughs> I think seven. Seven's more I would be You're into. feeling seven. Because I liked, well, I watched it three times. So it's like I needed to digest things because right. I got so bored watching dudes stand around and talk about stuff that didn't matter. So I'd be like, okay, I did that. Yeah. Let's pee and then I- come back. I'm going to go lower than you. I think I think this has this has significant pleasures. Okay, if, yeah. if, you, if you grew up in the '90s, kind of watching these movies, you'll see a lot of like, "Oh my God, I remember that moment." Yeah, types of things. The you know the sex scene, the splits, um, the bad one-liners before a bad guy dies. So I like all that stuff. But 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 as as you mentioned, Emily, not a lot happens in this movie. Right. It's called Time Cop. They only go to two other time periods, and then just at various points during the 90s. Yeah. Um, the action ain't great. Um, yeah. Van Damme's acting is all over the place. Uh, so I would say that that you can digest this movie in, in clips and gifts if you want to. That's true. I think I rated this the wrong way because I was thinking about how many bathroom breaks I wanted during the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it in terms of was it worth it. So yeah, I'm going to give it a good two. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it five for nostalgia. Whoa. Yeah. All right. And uh, so, yeah, I think, I think there's a, there's a lot better. There are better, there are better movies out there. I definitely on appreciate it more talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. And also, the first time I watched it, I absolutely hated it. And then I mentioned it to friends, and they had such a soft spot, soft spot, soft spot in their heart for this movie. Yeah. That it made me see it in a different way. And I did too before, before putting it on now, yeah. I just remembered it as that movie I saw as a kid that had some boobs in it. Yeah. And the boobs were good. The boobs were good. I love boobs. I said five commercials for the actual movie, 10 commercials for the so boobs. So seven out of 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Total commercials. Uh, so yeah, that's Time Cop. As of this recording, it is streaming free on YouTube with ads. Comment section. This is kind of cool because it is on YouTube. There is There are comments. So, you know, if you watch something on Netflix, no comments. With YouTube, you get a whole comment section of yeah. entertainment after the movie. Uh, is there anything good in there, Emily? Okay, so you mentioned something earlier about like how it's like the... Van Damme is the one doing all the work and then some guy's kind of just falling into him or whatever as he's fighting him. Someone feels differently. Um, One comment is, the knife fight scene is hilarious. The bad guy is doing all the work and Van Damme is literally holding the knife still. Hmm. I disagree completely, but there was another one that I loved and it was about the roof of that house. Um, I gotta find it. Somebody's like, I have that roof. You can't you can't stay on that roof. You'd slide right off. <laughs> I've somebody, tried. There's somebody getting angry about like because they're like, I have that roof. You can't climb that no. roof. <laughs> so the guy doesn't have a problem with time travel. No, he was just. Oh, here it is. As someone who owned a house with a roof that steep, I had to laugh. <laughs> you cannot climb a roof that steep, especially when it's wet. A lot of ang- you slide right off. A lot of angry roof heads in the comments. Oh wait, there's three. Took re- me out of the movie. I could not enjoy it. Wait, wait. There's three comments, uh, three replies to that oh my comment. God. 
Someone said, oh, and time travel is real. <laughs> it's a movie guy. <laughs> and then, yeah, but they can't even get the real parts right. Oh, God. LOL. Who cares? That comment is great because I also. And then someone's like, sorry, Hitler. <laughs> oh, wow. You got to Hitler in the comments of Time Cop? Honestly, and it's the person's name who mentioned the thing about the roof is at. To butterfly effect, so it's the but spelled wrong. It's mm. T E H and then butterfly effect. Adorable, very cute. I want to know if you have a house like that. Can we come check it out? Because I want that house. Yes, shoot us an email. Let us know. Yeah, can we can we effect. fuck around on your roof for a while and see if we slide off? Yeah. <laughs> we need to know. Yeah, <laughs> the comment section of Time Cop demands that we explanation. That we need we, to know. We need to know. <laughs> Uh, Emily, before we say goodbye, uh, anything you want to plug? Anything coming up? Um, I'm on Mythical Kitchen. Meals of History episodes should be coming back to Mythical Kitchen um, soon um, in 2024. And I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, I have a graphic novel coming out in 2024. It's <gasps> going to be a great year for entertainment. Uh, <laughs> it's called Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy about goofy teenage exorcists. Uh, I did it with the great artist Bowen McGurdy. And you can pre-order it now wherever you get your books. It's called Youth Group. Give it a pre-order. Can I tell you something really cool yes. about your books? Because you wrote another amazing graphic novel, Bubble. Ah, shucks. Co-wrote. So Thank I've you. I have been writing, I'm, right, I've been reading that lately and then this thing came up on tiktok and it was like the name of your vagina is the last book you read bubble yep that's a cute name for a pussy thank you oh well <laughs> from me from emily from bubble from her bubble vagina to your bubble <laughs> uh, that's free with ads tune in next week when our movie will be 2009's he's just not that into you Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.